Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down. Don't touch that. Stop it. Where's the line? Take two. Take two. Hello? Hi. It's working? It's working. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Steph. Welcome to Hands Off Parents. How are you doing today? I'm mediocre at best. Really? Yep. You look great. That's not true, Abby. (laughs) Yes, you do. You look great. You're wearing a blazer and heels. Abby's wearing a blazer and heels. (laughs) I heard her clicking down the hallway. I'm wearing some Saucony tennis shoes. I didn't shower today. I'm wearing a nursing bra. I haven't had the baby yet. (laughs) But nursing bras are really... You know what? In line with that, not to, to, to piggyback on that, this morning I was like... I'm throwing away all the nice underwear because they just are not nice anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm just keeping my maternity underwear because yeah. they're so comfortable. I I got these giant Hanes underwear I got for after I had the baby. And they've been washed so many times. <laughs> they're perfect. They're great. Who cares? Um, I did get my teeth clean today. so Oh, that's nice. Something's clean. That's good. My mouth. My fucking mouth is clean. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, kid emotions and tantrums and meltdowns and whining and crying and screaming and irrational behavior and how you deal with it. We've never talked about that before. I mean, we have, but I don't know if we've spent an entire episode dedicated to it. And I think we're on a new level because they have both hit, uh, I mean, terrible twos we're out of. So it's a very different emotional behavior they're humans now yeah, they've become human people it's not like my two-year-old's having a meltdown about not wanting to do the car seat it's like my four-year-old is trying to blow up my insides yeah like she's conniving like she knows she knows yes um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive into that today and i if you heard a few weeks back um i had started to read a book called how to talk so little kids will listen that provided a lot of good tactics. Yeah. Um, I had None a point, that worked for you. <laughs> right. That it really wasn't applicable to my situation, but maybe it will be to yours. She does provide some, uh, some very specific tips on how you can get a child out of, of, of a feedback loop, which, which is, sort of relates to what we were talking about last week. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was texting last night with um, our old friend, Jennifer Mathieu, the famed author. I know her well. And she was saying, you know, my kid has just picked up every ounce of my anxiety. He just had, it's like it was genetically passed down to him and all of his weird behaviors I do and I have. And seeing it reflected in another human being makes you feel so bad, bad, you know, Um, but also sort of like, well, it is, you know, mental health, all these things that we do are part of how, who we are. are, Um, and you can even see it coming from your own parents, right? I mean, in yourself, you, yes. And I, and I'm having a, a problem right now with my daughter where, you know, all the ways that she's being shitty are all the ways that I am shitty. Have you mentioned this? I mean, I know that you've probably talked with your mom about it, but it w- has your mom related it to the way you were? When identical. You were identical. Okay. At four, my mom went to a child psychologist because really? she was like, this kid is nuts. Wow. And my kid just turned four and I'm about to go see someone Wow. Next week. Was Harris born at that point? No, he, he, he was, um, he was a baby. He was a baby. Yeah. He was one. 
because I mentioned this to you via text, like I wonder if some of this is related to the anticipation or the un the fear of the unknown of a sure. baby. Sure, sure, sure. I think I I'm sure that's part of it. Um, even though she's really excited about it, I know that it's probably bringing stuff up. And then we got rid of her pacifier yeah. last week, which was her coping mechanism from the day she was born. Yeah. When she would get hysterical, we would pop that thing in her mouth. Yeah. And now she doesn't have it. And it's like um, just w- winter has come to our house. And, and and it was sort of a perfect storm this week because we took the pacifier away. Mike got the flu. It was just, yeah, you know, and the two of us. Maybe some of your anxiety about the book and you were traveling and all that stuff. And we were saying this, like they pick up on so much crap that they we do. have no idea that they're picking up on. They do. Um, and it's not one size fits all. Nope. Cause I'm literally, I'm reading this book. Okay. You wrote a book about how to talk to kids so that they'll listen to you, but it doesn't apply to me. It right. doesn't apply to my particular kid. So I think you have to kind of, you know, make a cocktail of your own and figure Here's out what works when this happens. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is what my kid's issue is. Yeah. I mean, I have been thinking really hard, like what is her specific brand of problem? Crazy. Yeah. That she's having right now. Like what it's not, you know, like it's not that she's like defiant. She's not throwing sand in a kid's face or running through a parking lot when I tell her not to, or, right. like you know, my kids. Like she's not doing those kind of behaviors, um, but she's getting so upset about things that she can't control. Yeah. Yeah. And I've mentioned this too. Levi has some of that, certainly not to the extreme, but there's things that he needs to control and he gets very upset when you don't let him. But I was saying before the show, before we start recording, my, my go-to move is I'm not having this conversation and I walk away which is I don't like doing. So I've been trying to use diversion tactics. So here, like an example, his big thing is clothing and it's so weird. He's a little boy. I don't get it. Why he cares so much. But, um, on Sunday we were going out to lunch and I gave him a pair of jeans to wear literally because I had no other pants that were clean. They were just all dirty. And I was like, he was like, I don't want to wear these and started crying. And I said, you cannot wear pajamas out. You can't wear pajamas. And it's always the same fight about wearing pajamas. And I, I was like, fine, you can wear these pants that are like his fancy go to a wedding pants. And he was like, ah, and I was like, that's all we have. Ah. And I was like, you know what? Let me stop this. It's not working. And there's mini pockets in the jeans. And I was like, oh my goodness, there's a secret pocket. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, look at that secret pocket. And then we like came up with things that he could hide in the secret pocket. Like he's got this little tiny slug, fake slug. It's like, oh, you can bring the slug in the secret pocket. And it was done. Like his tantrum that, was done. Yeah. And that's brilliant. Brilliant parenting. Abby, you get the gold star. No, I don't. It was just, no. But that is what the book says. Like you so have to divert. This is, well, but the way that you did it in that, in that you made it a game. Right is very what this book is talking about. Right. I think we can all agree that screaming Doesn't. back and forth does not work. And lately that's where I've been falling because it's I am hard. pregnant and tired and worn out and 
you know, out of my own comfort zone because yeah. I've been traveling so much and doing that stuff. I don't have like the emotional like immunity right now to like do that because that shit takes energy. It takes a lot of energy. But what's easier to scream? It. But what the enough. book says is like, do you want to expend energy doing this and having a positive result, or do you want to spend energy? screaming at your kid and having a negative result you're gonna expend energy either way yeah and it got to a point this week where i was just sobbing i was just crying and i was like i'm terrible i'm a terrible mother no you're not and this is a really everyone has felt that feeling oh yeah where you just sit there and cry and you're like i don't know what i'm doing and i'm blowing it and i'm ruining it all and a friend of mine um who lives in la her name's jamie denbo she's a she's an actor she sent me an article recently um, called just a phase right. and it addresses this about that feeling of I'm a terrible mother um, and how we are so diagnostic now yes it's like what is going on you must have x y and blank Z. yeah it's like okay let's just blame the internet I'm gonna say it's probably a product of this culture we live in where you can look anything up give anything a name yeah. label everything there's no like source sense of like mystery or or you can figure everything out yeah and i feel like we apply that to our kids we want an answer we want a definitive not just clinical answer their kids not just like they're four and they have no idea what the world is and how to regulate and how to not be insane and so you know jamie's story and we will post her articles because it's a really good essay that she wrote but it's like she had a kid who was three and kept getting kicked out, kept getting kicked out of preschool, not one, not two, got kicked out of camps, got kicked out of classes. You know, she, she says she literally had a template to, to apologize to parents for her kid's shitty behavior because he would bite and he would, you know, show no remorse and, you know, yeah. And just do like a series of things that, she was really like, oh my God, I, I have a, I have the, we need to talk about yeah, Kevin kid. Sociopath. There's this one part. She says, here are some of the things we spent actual money on for our son. Full psychiatric and psychological evaluation. And he's like three or three. Something. Right. But this was between the ages of three and four. Uh-huh. Occupational therapy, physical therapy, two separate examinations by two different pediatric GI doctors, behavior consultant observations and sessions, social skills class, another social skills class, books, so many books, about 10 months of a therapeutic shadow and additional therapy for me and my husband and us together. And that is probably a huge part of it. I mean, think about how much stress that puts they on a kid put, we're going through and then putting on him. Totally. I mean, I can tell like when I have to take Iris to the doctor, like to deal with like the hearing stuff, like I get really anxious about it yeah. and I'm sure she can pick up on that. Sure. Um, of course. Yeah. And getting a kid out of their routine to take them to therapy or take them to a doctor or take, you know, yeah. having somebody always around and having to explain why is that person there? And there's and in a weird way, you're reinforcing that behavior by doing that stuff. I think. Cause it says like you're bad. Something's wrong with you. And I'm going to pay a lot of attention to you. 
So when you act out, why wouldn't I pay more attention to you? So keep acting out because that's right. Who wants to go to school <laughs> when you rather stay home with your mom and dad? And that's what a lot of, you know, these essays and books that, that you read say. They're like, if you start screaming back at your kid, yes. they get exactly what they want. Yeah. They yeah. get your full undivided attention. Because when you're screaming at your kid and you're looking at them and their faces and screaming at them, yeah. you're not on your phone. You're not tuned out. You are tuned into them. Yeah. It's like that negative attention thing. It's negative. It's that negative was reinforcement. Written about toddlers. Yes. <laughs> um, so the the positive thing at the end of Jamie's article is that her child is fine. He's more than fine. He's a really expressive, creative, sensitive kid. Um, at five or six years old right. now, and just a phase. This a lot of this was just. It a was. Phase. It was. But she mentioned some of it helped. Perhaps. She said, "Sure." She said it didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Um. She said that he's still an asshole at times because he's a kid. He's a person. Kids are assholes. Yeah. I mean, totally. Persons are assholes. Yes, they are. Uh, All of them are. But I think it's helpful in times like this. You know, I want to like category for hurricane every situation. Yeah. It's like sort of just part of my genetic makeup. Yeah. Um, And then you start Googling. And then, yeah. You know, when I was reading this book that I'm going to tell you guys about more in a second like I was going oh this isn't really like you know and then a friend of mine was like look up um gifted uh, a give the gifted child or the highly sensitive child or highly emotional child Mm -hmm. and I was like (gasps) and that's her check 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 all of it all of it I was like yes that is the kid that I have and so what do what do these sites tell you like or how to communicate with her? It doesn't really problem solve in that way. Okay. I mean, a lot of it is like don't negate their emotional reality. Yes. And I am guilty of that. I'll be like, All do not time. cry about this. Yes. This is not worth crying about. I and, do and that <laughs> too. But sometimes I feel like that, like crying over pants. I say that I'm like, you're crying about pants, honey. It's so silly. But here's the thing. He can't cry over cancer yet. Yes. All he has to cry about are pants. <laughs> You know, and that's a good point. And like the way that you teach him to deal with crying over pants is what he's going to apply to things that actually matter. So like the way that you teach him to handle his emotions Mm -hmm. and frustrations are what he's going to take into his life as being a normal emotional response. Do you know what I mean? I think so. But then, but then why wouldn't. Like if it's if you fall I w- and hurt yourself, I would never say you're crying over a fall. You're fine. Like get up, right? Stop crying. But over something that seems insignificant, and that's that's definitely like a, a thing about that I have a problem with me. That's just like suck it up, move on. You're fine, right? So probably I am instilling that in him, which is perhaps not a good thing. Which is age. probably what was instilled in you. Yeah. <laughs> or I was just ignored. Sure. <laughs> Which is fine. But like, Which is fine. you know, when you're tripping out about an email that you have to send. Right. I've heard you trip out about emails yes, you have to send. Many times. Many times. To you, that's really significant. Yes. And if somebody came along and was like, that doesn't matter. Stop worrying about that. Stop stressing about that. I mean, I get over it. At this point in my life, I'll be like, you're right. It doesn't <laughs> matter. No one's going to respond or read it anyway. And. Yeah. But yes, you're, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm just making light of it. But you're like, you are your feelings about what is a big deal are still your feelings, are still your feelings, you know? And, and I guess like 
this is like oh we talked about this a couple weeks ago with trigger warnings and yeah. with like being you know yeah, hyper your feelings are valid but it's like what this lady is saying in this book is when you're having a shit day you the last thing you want is for somebody to be like what you like get over your feeling like, you fine. want like or for somebody to start cheerleading yes like so but look how much you have to be positive yes. about like you just want somebody to commiserate with you. We've talked about that Brene Brown empathy video a million times, right? Where she's like, empathy is where you are not like, oh, here's a sandwich or you're silver lining it. It's like, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Like that sounds really hard. I'm yeah. sorry that you're dealing with that. Yeah. I wish One you time I to. dealt with something that was like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what the basis of it is it's like before you can even deal with any of these like tactics to get your kid away from their stupid fucking behavior let's also acknowledge that it's stupid oh yeah but before you can like get them out of the pants cycle yeah you have to acknowledge and honor their feelings yes and that's kind of like the basis of it my issue is that my kid has feelings about everything all day long it's all the feels like when i i've talked to you on the podcast about how she watches movies and gets deeply hurt and sad and moved by the story. Like to the point where she's like weeping yeah. over this fictional scenario. Yeah. And I, I do think that's wonderful that I think she is going to be an empath in a world where that seems like it's slipping away. Yeah. But she'll probably be an actress. Oh God. No, not allowed. <laughs> but like at the same time, it's challenging. And, and, and being in the trenches with a kid like that is deeply frustrating. And and I and I was telling you that typically like when your kid goes into some downward spiral, you when they bounce back, which is pretty quickly, you can do it with them. Yeah. This week, you just have I can't. But I'm like mad at her. You, I'm like mad at her. But you definitely are pregnant and probably, and I didn't want, I was like, that's a silver lining. I didn't want to text that back to you. Like probably your hormones are, have a big part of this, it's but true. that felt like a nasty text. So I didn't say that, but I was like, I'll tell her in person. I, Cause I, I mean, it's so hard to be pregnant. It's so hard. I don't know how anybody is pregnant and has a kid. I genuinely, every time I have this conversation with people and they're like, you have twins. I'm like, I was pregnant once. Right. I did it once. I did not have a little kid. Yeah. That you have to deal with. Right. Right. Did we say this about your friend who's at like your party last week who she had like, she was like seven years pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, why are you here? And she's like, well, cause this kids. is what you do. I mean. So I think that's an added layer to your frustration. Yeah. And I'm tired. You just want to sit down. It's so true. And I don't, and I don't think I even acknowledge it because I'm so focused on other stuff. Yeah. Like I forget that I'm pregnant. Yeah. But I am like so tired and just so, so worn out. Um, so yeah, I I do think that that plays into it, but like there's always something, you know, like there's always something and, and, and we need to figure out tactics that that are going to work for our kids. And for me, I'm coming to this realization that it's not necessarily just a phase with her. It's who she is. Yeah. Like, like I was telling my husband last night, like this is her personality. She wants to, so I am by trade a director. Mm -hmm. My kid (laughs) is that way. She, she wants to direct every scenario. Like her friend left the park early the other day. She, before saying goodbye, 
oh my God, it was like she had fallen off a cliff because in her mind, the way that this works is that she says goodbye, they have a hug, then the kid can leave. If something goes off script for her, she can't deal with it. Yeah. Like she wants it all to be the way she manufactures. Right. Right. In her head. Or yesterday she told Mike to dress her bare before he left for work and you need to put her dress on and her shoes on. She's so bossy and I hate to use that word, but that was my issue as a kid. Yeah. I was so bossy. You were directing people. (laughs) I know. Mike didn't do it. So last night she got so upset that her bear had been naked all day. Right. You know, so, you know, play very cold. It's, it's, (laughs) you have to figure out what works for you. So how do you, Okay, so so what happened? So she freaked out about the bear, and wh- what calmed her down? Because maybe the key is finding the things that eventually calm her down and taking a note or writing it down even. Like, okay, she freaked out. We tried X, Y, and Z. This one actually worked. Right. Now let's try this again. But the second you do that, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore, yeah. You know, it's like you've got to have – and and this this book calls it a toolbox. Okay. So I'm going to so give what, you yeah, some, give us of, some this. of the tools. Don't sneeze. <coughs> Bless you. Ah, you're welcome. Okay. So this is saying when your kid is having this big, huge emotional moment, instead of bad girl, how many times have I told you not to draw on the furniture Ugh. or you're going to your room, no dessert tonight. You know, those Since, kinds of punishment things. Yes, I literally just did this about drawing on the furniture. Here, <laughs> here are some things that you can try. Okay. You can express your feelings strongly. I'm upset. I don't like what I see. I do this all the time. So that you're so, not, that you're not going, you are bad. Yes. You're saying, oh, I don't like this. I'm getting upset. So you're using those, those I messages. Doesn't This does not work for me. It often doesn't work for me either. But I, I appreciate it as a tactic. I've used it before. All the time. You're hurting my feelings. Yeah. But you're saying you're. Oh, okay, you're right. And that is different. My feelings are hurt. Yeah. I'm I'm getting upset. I'm getting upset. I don't like what I see. I don't like it when the furniture is messed up. Yeah. So I, th- I think I tend to say, I'm going to get upset. Like, which is... Different. Still about me, but it's about you making me upset. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you keep doing that, you're going to make me yes, upset. Yes, yes, And saying you're making me upset is different than like expressing your feelings. Yes. Okay. That's fair. In a strong way. Yep. Help your child make amends. So you would say, this needs a good scrubbing. This, we, we need to fix this. Yes. Right? So help them get to a solution. Right. With the problem. Not say... What are you, a baby? I'm taking these crayons away. Babies draw on furniture. Or for me, what are you, a fucking idiot? <laughs> like, why would you think this is, you know? Yes. That's what I like to do. Um, offer a choice. You can draw on paper or cardboard boxes. You decide. Not, and, and furniture is not one of those options. Yeah, you're not listing furniture as a choice. <laughs> I often say this is a genuine problem that we have with jack he draws on the furniture all the time he's four years old he's still we've now taken away all the markers we just took crayons away but he doesn't draw in general he lines crayons up they become various characters paw patrol the wiggles whatever and then he'll just like be sitting on the couch with them randomly drawing 
Not even knowing it. Not even knowing that he's doing it. I don't think he's doing it to be malicious. I don't think he realizes. And so, yes. Can you hand him an art pad? Can you get him a special art pad that he carries around with him? That's only for Jack. That's just for Jack? That's actually a great idea. And just let him hold it and be like, you know, listen, when you're just sitting there, doodle in your art pad. Yeah, that's a great idea. We will try it. Okay. Listen, fixing other people's yeah, problems here. Um, take action without insult. I'm putting the markers away for now. I see that it's too tempting to use them on the furniture. Okay. So that, again, you're not shaming them yeah, in any yeah. sort of way. Okay. Then you can try problem solving. So step one, acknowledge the feelings. You really like to draw in a lot of places so that you're honoring who they are. You really like to draw on our garbage can, huh? <laughs> weird (laughs) step two describe the problem so this is this is a helpful one i think okay the problem is i don't like marks on the furniture so i see that you really like to draw Mm -hmm. on a lot of things the problem with that is that i blah 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 right or i see that you are too sleepy and tired to get up to go to school today the problem with that is that if you don't go to school they're going to put mommy in jail. <laughs> <laughs> that won't that won't cause any further problems you down know, the road. Or you do something that's yes. not as hysterical. Yes. But like the problem with that is that then you're gonna your friends soccer. will miss you. Yeah, your friends will miss you. You're, yeah. Well, that's what we tried it. Like you're, you don't want to miss soccer. Would you want to miss soccer? Exactly. Okay. And you and and they're also saying like she also said that is kind of messed up to do too. When yes. your kid is like, I'm tired and you're like, but you have soccer. You love soccer. Right. Like, why don't you want to go to soccer? Yeah. You know, like I see that you're really tired. I feel that way too. Sometimes the problem is the I have to go to work and pay for, for all, all the shit, shit that you need. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I would love to lie in bed too with you. Yeah. So like sort of acknowledging, you yes. know, the problem, the problem. Then you ask them for ideas. So we need ideas for what you can draw on. Let's see how many we can think of. Okay. The Paper. couch, <laughs> the walls, your arms. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let them say, like, this is what she says. Let them say all of those things. Okay. A paper, boxes. How about, like, the kid in this scenario saying, how about the baby? Draw on daddy, the cat. Like, you let them say all the funny stuff. Yeah. Um. And then after they have said all of the ideas, you decide which ideas to use that are best. So let's see what ideas we both like. I don't think the cat would like it. No. I can't let you draw on the baby, but boxes and butcher paper sound really good. So that you're. Yeah. Like it's your idea. Yeah. This is how leadership works, right? It's, yeah, it's all the same stuff wrapped in a different package. you think that it's your idea, you are more inclined to follow. Exactly. Exactly. Um, You know, like, so for example, like, you know, for the problem solving, I can see that you don't like your hand held in the parking lot. It makes your fingers feel squeezed. The problem is I worry about cars hitting you in the parking lot. I really worry about that. So what are some ideas that we can do? Well, what if you held onto my sleeve and led me to the playground? Or what if we got in a line and a conga line or, you know, like these right. kinds of things. Again, exhausting to have yeah, to do this. Yeah, and in the heat of the moment when a three and a half year old 
bolts into the parking lot, yeah, your immediate gut reaction is, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, totally. Totally, 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 totally. Um, so those are some methods that, you know, she outlines. I will try. Okay. Hear me out, dear listener. We're hearing. <laughs> I will try this with the crayons on the couch because it is an increasingly annoying problem. So here is some other stuff that I thought was sort of interesting. Okay. And this is what you were talking about in terms of the making a game out of the clothing. The clothing. So when you're trying to engage your kid in cooperation, which is something that we all struggle with. Yes. Instead of if you throw sand one more time, we're going home. And okay. that is when I, if you do all, that one more time, you will not watch TV yes, tomorrow. All day. That is my go-to. It's out of our mouths. And then she like unravels because TV is her favorite thing in the universe. And if I even say that she's not going to be able to watch it. Yeah. But it's not productive. It doesn't help for me to make that threat. No. Because you know what? I don't fucking you, follow you through with follow it. Through. I never follow through no. with anything. No. Why would you? That's really difficult. <laughs> yes. So describe, okay, here are some methods instead. Describe how you feel. I'm worried about sand hurting children's eyes. Okay, that's one thing. Yeah. Be playful. Oh, sand, you have to stay on the ground. We'll press you down. Okay. You know, like making a game making out of it. Making a game out of it. Offer a choice. Sand is not for throwing. You can run on the grass or swing on the swing. Okay. So, so and we've done this for Iris too. Like, just go do something. Well, what do I do? I don't, well, I don't know. You have a million toys. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to do. Here's three options. You can paint a picture, you can play with your magnetiles, or you can this. And that seems to help her. Yeah, because it's overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. There's too much stuff. Put Take the, all the toys away. <laughs> yeah, one toy. That's right. And that's all it's you a can lot easier. With. Put the kid in charge. You're in a throwing mood. What can you find that's safe to throw? Leaves? Dandelions? <laughs> and then if they say, like, that's the same thing, like with that method. What are some things you could throw? Rocks. Well, the problem with rocks... Is that it could hurt people's bodies. Right. So right. let's find light things. What are some things that are light that feel like feathers? Right. This kind right. of thing. Right. Um, take action without insult. I'm taking you home. I can't let children get sand in their eyes. We can come back another day. Which right. for my kid, like, would be like a bomb for yes, her. Like, would that, would, that wouldn't work for us. But maybe for but you. It maybe would it would work if you said it like that. As opposed to, we're getting out of here. You're right. not listening. Listening ears. Exactly. Making good choices. Listening ears. Make good choices. <laughs> it's not a good choice. It's not one. Yeah. And then like, um, so like, don't you dare get on that bike without a helmet. Right. These kinds of threatening things. Yes, punishing yes, words. Yes, yes. You can say it with the word helmet. You know, just like a reminder. Yeah. You can describe, I see a boy who needs a helmet. Right. You know, make the observation. Be playful. Jack, wait for me. I want to ride with I want to ride on your head. You know, like with you're talking helmet, as the helmet. Yes. Um, give information. The law is bikers must wear helmets. I did that the other day. She was like screaming in her car seat about her friend who left the park. And I want a hug. I want a hug. She was struggling to get out. I was like, here's the thing. When I'm driving, I need to tell you about laws. Yeah. Let me tell you about laws. I have to wear my seatbelt and you have to wear your seatbelt or it's against the law and the policeman will get mad at us. So when we get home, we can both get out of our seatbelts and hug each other. And when I explained it to her like that, like, it's not in my control. Right. This is something that is coming down from above. Yeah. We can't do anything about it. Well, I, so does, is this the same thing as I do this all the time? Um, we're going to get kicked out. <laughs> or is that like, because it's not my fault, but if you scream in the library, the librarian is going to kick us out. Yeah. So like you could say, 
I know it's rules. fun to scream, but the problem with that is it's the against the rules. And the librarian's a big old bitch who yeah. doesn't know how to have any fun. No. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> she hates children. So, like, the problem with that is if we scream, we have to leave the library. Yes. So we can go scream somewhere else if you want to leave the library. You know, like, yeah. And then you're kind of giving them ownership. Like, yes, you can yes. do that, but it's going to have a negative but we have to, yes. consequence. All right. That's a nicer way to say it. Um, she's going to make us leave. Exactly. Look at her. So at us. one of the things that you were doing mm-hmm. um, that was really successful, and this is about handling emotions. Right. So instead of dismissing the feeling, which I do all the time. Yes, I do too. Um, you promised ice cream. No fair. Stop whining. We'll come tomorrow. Ugh. I, I, Stop oh my God, whining. so guilty. I want it now. Stop that or you won't get ice cream tomorrow either. You know, yeah. I mean like this is just like such a cliche, but I say this shit all the time. Acknowledge the feelings with words. You promised ice cream. No fair. And then you say, that's really disappointing. You were looking forward to an ice cream cone. But not for nothing. If I promise ice cream, I'm giving ice cream. Why aren't they? Why isn't she giving him ice it's cream? It's closed. Oh, okay. That's fine. It's closed. Go somewhere else. So much ice cream. <laughs> Go to the freaking store. Yes. <laughs> Go buy some ice cream. Um, Go to the bodega. And then she's like, yeah, I wanted chocolate. Oh, chocolate's your favorite, isn't it? What other flavors do you like? And then you kind Now, of- like, talk about all the delicious <laughs> ice cream that you can <laughs> It's another form of torture. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Chocolate, delicious. You can't have that, though. Um, this is something that I actually did try this week. Okay. It's mildly effective. All right. Acknowledge feelings with writing. So I'm going to write it down so we don't forget. Okay. So tomorrow we will definitely yeah. get ice cream. So that sh- he sees you yeah. writing it down. So yeah. I made an Iris's wish list because she was like, I want to roast marshmallows. We roasted marshmallows one time in the fireplace, and now she wants to roast marshmallows every night. And it's dirty and yeah. sticky, and it takes a lot of time. So I, so I was like, you know what? We can't roast marshmallows tonight, but let's do Iris's special wish list. That's so number idea. one, roast marshmallows. Then she wants a pet unicorn. Three, she doesn't want mommy and daddy to do something when cats are beneath them. <laughs> well, it's totally bizarre. No one wants to hear about your weird sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wrong podcast. Uh, Mike and I only have sex when cats are beneath us. <laughs> we're both very allergic to cats so it adds this layer of danger to our sex life um gross. okay gross acknowledge feelings with art should we draw it i'll start let's see a triangle for the cone put more sprinkles on it can you help me draw it so like drawing it right. out drawing torture <laughs> um given to fantasy i wish we had our own keys to the store we could go in and try all the flavors we could make one that's 10 feet tall or 100 feet tall. Like, right. this is what was happening with Levi. He was, like, getting really carried away with this imaginary, this pocket. Yeah, yeah. Instead of lecturing, listen, life isn't fair. You need to learn to be patient. It's not such a big deal. It's only My ice cream. thing to say. You empathize so you can empathize with a word or a sound. No fair. I want a cone. Dumb store. And then the dad's like, I'm so mad. You know, like, you get yeah. angry with them. Yeah. So yeah, we've done that. We've done that before. You also, know, the getting angry with them. Okay, so here about how about this? When they whine, whining back. Is that a bad tactic? Sometimes I get a good laugh out of it. 
I think if it like is playful. Right. But sometimes I'll be like, do you know what you sound like? Yes. Let me show you. <laughs> yes. What if mommy did that all the time to that. you? Would yeah. you like that? I do that what too. What if mommy screamed at you like that? Would you like that? I don't. Yeah. It's I guess still that's punitive. It. It's still punitive. Yeah. I guess that's what. The other day I did it though and they were cracking up laughing. And I was like, maybe this is the way to do it. For that moment. Yeah. For that moment. And I like in this book that she calls it a toolbox. Right. Because like sometimes this stuff is going to work and sometimes it won't. Yeah. Sometimes I say to her, like, I know you're so disappointed that you couldn't blah, blah, blah. And she's like, stop whatever yeah, is whatever coming out of your dumb mouth you've learned. Like, it's not working on me. Um, what about, so here's something that we have a problem with is that they don't ask for things. They demand them. Oh, yes. And they don't even demand any. They'll just be like, milk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll be like. Oh, hi, hi, Milk. My name's Mommy. Yeah. Or like... Did you know that yeah. I don't work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll say, what's a... My, the, but or what we have tried to do is say, what's a nice way to ask? I don't know if that's wrong or not. I say that stuff too. I mean, if you wanted to use this kind of tactic, you could be like, oh, the milk said that they can't, I, they can't give you any milk unless you say please. Right. Right. You could try that. Or um, I don't... I don't like it when people ask for things without saying please. It makes me sad. Right. Or they don't ask at all. They just use <laughs> right. one word requests. Yeah. Um, you know what would be so awesome if you said please? Yeah. You, you could try yeah. it. Yeah. You could make a game out of it, a contest right. out of right. it. Let's see how many times you can say please. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it's I just think thinking outside the. Being creative the with anger. it. And that's the thing. When you're pissed at your kid, it's hard to do this stuff when they're in the middle. And sometimes, um, you know, we had um, Mary come uh, on the show a couple months ago to talk about single parenting and things like that. Yeah. And she deals with an education with younger kids. And so I reached out to her and I was like, girl, what do you say to your child when she is losing her mind? You know, because they're the same age. They're the same age and they're the same person. Yeah. She's very, they're both highly, highly sensitive and you know, a lot of that. So she had some good advice. Okay. About when like you're in the midst of a hysterical fit. Cause sometimes like it's, it's just gone too far. It's like out of control and tools. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's to the point, it's like so extreme that that stuff isn't going to work. Um, she says that she says, I understand that you're frustrated right now because this and this, but if you want me to help you through this, I need you to take a breath and calmly talk through it with me. Okay. And then she said, sometimes like they're so insane that all you can say is, it sounds like you need some time to calm down. I'll come check on you in a few minutes. Yeah. Instead of just walking away that you say like, you, you know, it looks like you need some some time alone yeah. to, to take some breaths and I'm going to come back. I'm yeah. not abandoning you. Right. I'm right. just going to let you have your feelings. That I like that better because the just saying I'm walking away, which is what I is my go-to. Like I, I can't have this conversation with you. Yeah. It seems like I'm leaving you. Like yeah. you're having feelings and now I'm leaving. Right. I can't deal with them. And I think like the basis of all of this is just that rational reasoning is never going to work with that. No. Thank you, Mary. That was a good, that's a good tip though. Yeah. Rational like, reasoning is not going to it's work. It's never going to work. No. They're never going to go, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mother. Yeah, pants are, who you, cares? You have really made me see the error of my ways. Yeah. 
Like it's never going to work. I changed my pants like seven times. So I kind of understand. So there you go. That's where he gets it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you kind of have to readjust your Game way of thinking. And then, and then also just understand that like they don't know what the fuck they're feeling or thinking no. or doing or they don't, they are little. And I think we get confused because they act like they're normal people. Yes. And then they do the stuff that is so irrational. You're like, dude, what if we were just having a thing? We were just being people here. And they're like, but I'm not a person. Yeah. I'm four. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I'll say, Jack, why did, why are you upset about, like, I see you're upset about this. Why are you upset about this? And he'll look at me and he'll go, because that book um, has a pig and an elephant on it. <laughs> I'm like, now you don't know what you're talking about anymore. You're diverting from me. Yeah. Jack will just ran like he's, he, he and Iris are emo on the same. I mean, not, he's not as extreme as she is, so but emo. yeah, they're, it's, and we struggle now with getting out of bed in the morning. We, we, this is a new thing, like getting her to wake up. Like, I'm tired. I'm so tired. So today I took her bear and she was wearing these Cinderella pajamas that she got for her birthday and her Cinderella underwear. No, no, no. Okay. Iris was. And she was really proud of them all. So I started calling her Cinderella out of the bear's yeah. voice. I was like, Cinderella, you got to wake up. The prince is there. Come on, come on, come on, Cinderella. I want to play with you. I want to play with you. I'm giving you kisses. Right. And then Cinderella, I'm jumping on your back. I'm jumping on your tushy. I'm jumping on the bed. Cinderella, wake up. You got to see the jumping. And then she starts cracking up and then she gets up and starts jumping with the bear. And then she's up. And then she's up and we and we don't have to have the fight about, come on, we're going to be late. Look what time it is. Yeah. Look what time it is. You know, so it. I think like it does work if you do it. Yeah. You it's know, just a, it's just a lot more work. It's like the 12 steps just came to my mind. Yeah. You know, it's like if you've been in treatment it ever. It's like, if you work. Yeah. It. Like, but it's so much work. You have to like constantly keep doing it. And that's the thing. Like yep. you don't just teach them a tool and then they understand how to emotionally deal with it. You have to deal with it every second of the day. Yeah. And like if if you and I, if I start like shaming my kid and guilting her and making her feel bad, that stuff lasts. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about that. It does. And we often like they race each other. Like we'll be like, who can do it faster? Whoever yeah. can do it faster. And that is the worst. I know it's the worst. It works, but it, I, I don't know think it's, it's the worst. I mean, we, we get her to take medicine by setting a timer and saying, okay, how fast can you be? But that's against her and a timer, not against her and her sibling. Oh, <laughs> Like Levi's faster than you. Jack's faster than you. He's going to beat you. Well, I think that's I don't another know that's layer good. because yeah. you constantly have the other to compare to. Yeah. So for they're you, it awful. must be like they both suck in their own ways. Yeah. No, they're lovely and wonderful. I love them very yeah. much. Yeah. 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 Me they're, too. Me too. I can't believe it. I love them too. Yeah. They love you. <laughs> now, what did Jack say? He just cannot say your name correctly. Stephanie. 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 And yeah. he's also from Russia, which yeah. I love. <laughs> we are going to the park to play. Come Stephanie. Come to the park Stephanie. to play. Uh, so if you have tips, uh, Send them. things that have worked for you. Yes. Yes. Things that have worked. I feel like we have this conversation every few months. Yeah. Um, but it always changes. is hard. But it changes. It does. The problems are changing. And then they're going to be teenagers and they're going to be slamming doors in our face and turning their None music up that. really loud. And it's going to be the same thing. And like, this isn't going to work. And they're going to be listening to horrible music. The worst. The worst music. <laughs> the absolute. Like, I can't. It, it keeps me up at night no. worrying about how bad it's going to be. It's I, the new Justin Timberlake single. 
Ugh. Have you listened to it? I haven't. You should listen to it. It's not good. I feel bad that I just said that out loud and like probably we just lost all of our fans. All I mean, of our I like seven him. I love him, but I don't like new single. I'm like- impressed that you have listened to it. I will say when I was staying at my in-laws for a week, they have a nine-year-old and she kept playing this music that felt like somebody was taking a, a hammer to my brain. Oh my gosh. And she would just play it on repeat and I was like, and she loved it. And I was like, this is so bad. Really? It's so bad. Yeah. And then she was like talking about the oldies. But when she was talking about the oldies, oh. she meant the 80s and 90s. Ugh. I was like, you mean like the 50s? Like the oldies music? No. She's like, you're so not cool. We're and the Stephanie. oldies. We are the oldies. We're the oldies. So anyway. Anyway, well, yes. Please send us your tips and what has worked for you and maybe this book. And what is the author of this book that we've been it's talking actually about? two ladies. Okay. Joanna Faber and Julie King. And again, like I said, like I kind of quit at chapter five because it stopped applying to to my situation. Yeah. But um, but some of these, I think, were good tactics. But yeah, I think so. I think they can be applied kind of universally. And uh, if this sounds like something you'd like, you should get this book. And we're going to call them to sponsor us. Yeah. Because yeah. authors have tons of money, as we all know. As you know. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. bye. Do, 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 you can do, follow do, Hands do, Off do, Parents do, do, on Twitter. Do, do. Hands off parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands off parents is Steph and Abby. Mail camp.